Welcome to VidFriends Podcast, Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VidFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Mullineau. For information about VidFriends classes, support groups for youth, teens, and adults, visit us at www.vidfriends.org. For questions or comments, you can email us at support at vitfriends.org. Bitfriends podcasts are now sponsored by my Vitiligo team. Welcome to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. On today's show, we're going to talk about veganism. I have Deborah and William with me. Welcome to my show. Hello, guys. Um, my name is William Goldberg. Um, I was born in New Jersey, Stratford. And um, I be, then I moved back to Virginia when I was 12. So uh, that's about it. <laughs> and I'm Deborah Goldberg. I was born and raised in Greenville. Uh, for a short time, I went to Raleigh to school and then went to Greensboro. And here I am back in Greenville. And it looks like we've settled down here for a minute. Um, we're going to talk about veganism and what it is and just really get into that conversation. Because I want to share something healthy with our our listeners with our vitiligo community and maybe that can help change um some of our eating habits and then we're going to talk a little bit about fitness so let's start um deborah and william what 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 do you consider veganism what is what is it just really explain it to us okay um being vegan it, it i always start out by saying it's a process because you know a lot of people want to become vegan or vegetarian and they don't have a place, they don't they just don't have a clue where to start because they're overthinking it. Right. And vegan being vegan is literally when I first started, I had a restaurant owner tell me in Raleigh, in fact, you're literally just eliminating animal product. You're just taking out one ingredient, animal product. And um usually when I tell people I'm vegan, they say, Well, do you eat fish? No, I don't eat fish, I don't eat anything that's living. Or I'll, to make it a little clearer, if you know it's a, a lighthearted conversation, anything that has a mother, I don't eat. Mm, right. So, and I mean, it's literally omitting or taking out any animal product. Like if it's eggs or milk, you're taking out the eggs or milk. Of course, if it's beef or chicken or what have you, you're taking that out, literally. And I mean, I'm, I'm starting with the diet end of it, but it's, it's, it, covers a lot but that's the that's the bulk of it right there and and i say for some of our listeners you know they sometimes feel you hear the word vegan and you go you know and and i say that yeah. because i did the same thing or yeah. i've done the same thing i heard vegan food and i'm like ew, nasty you know so yeah. let's talk about what 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 is it like let's talk about the taste the flavor the consistency what what is it made of what what do you cook it with I'm gonna let you say some of that, cause. Um. Okay. You say about vegan, like what would vegan taste like and stuff. Yes. It pretty much tastes the same, like regular food, and that's what people judge when you say vegan. Oh my God, vegan! But they haven't tried it. I mean, it's a seasoning with what which what we put in it. And, and I'm telling you, man, I it's so delicious. It's good. <laughs> um. You want you like meatballs? You like meatball subs? Yeah. Plant-based, okay, plant-based meatballs. You like um, ribs, plant-based ribs. I mean, pizza, plant-based ribs. Um, um, 
pizza. There's everything. If you want something that's your favorite, you can. They, they they're, they're there, and you just gotta awesome. try it. It's just so awesome. good. I call it ve- I call it veganizing. Mm-hmm. Like at first, I was like, "Oh my god, I can only eat vegetables and salad, or um, I can only <laughs> eat carrots. I can only eat like a rabbit." But I mean, not only am I eating like a rabbit, I'm eating. I mean, you name it. Yeah. Once I stopped overthinking it and I, you know, started saying, wait a minute, all I have to do is literally season it the same way I seasoned when I was cooking meat. And when I start learning how to use like onions and garlic instead of garlic powder and onion powder and smoked salt and smoke liquid smoke, I'm like, wait a minute. This is like yeah. grandma used to make it. So, I mean, it's, it's just literally... If you're a cook, you'll do well because literally all you have to do is transfer what you knew cooking meat over to cooking vegetables and putting it all together. And it becomes fun. It's exciting creating different dishes and be like, oh, my God, it tastes the same. Or, oh, my God, it tastes just like meat or just like chicken, you know. So that's the fun part about it. (laughs) But William, when did you start becoming a vegan? I, I became vegan 2020, January 1st. Um, before that, I was on a fish diet for six months. Pescatarian. Yep. <laughs> He's a fish diet. But yeah, that, that's it's been two years. I can't. It's almost here. Two years, and I, I'm not going back. You know. Right. It, it's a right. it's a blessing. So so Deborah, when did you start? I started in, and I always have to look at it because it seemed like it's been longer than it has. But um, I think it's three years. It was yes, actually January 2020. Two, the first of January 2022 it will be three years, but um prior to that it was six months from July till um, December, and I was only doing like creamers, um, cheese every now and then. You know everybody loves cheese, and right. and things like that. But when I said when January first come cold turkey, bam, I'm leaving all of it. So and that I did. So that's when it'll be three years in January. So and it's been. Was it easy to go cold turkey or or do you feel like you ease into it? I think for most people, this is what this is what I feel. It's kind of like losing weight. You have to, in order to focus and really get, you know, focus on your goal and the end result, you have to find your why. And with me, I was already, I wasn't digesting and eliminating foods good we're all of those so i'm gonna say that eliminating foods really good i always i was always getting sick no matter how healthy and i mean like lean chicken i was like why am i getting so sick this is absolutely ridiculous like i'm not even overeating what's happening here and then i had that going on and then one day this happened twice one day i was cooking eggs on the stove and i cracked the egg and i saw two embryos and i was like Oh my God, it literally clicked. Like, I, it didn't never click before. And I'm like, oh my God, is this twins? <laughs> like, what happened? And I said, okay, so that happened. And then maybe a few weeks after that, I don't know, the universe was trying to tell me I need to be vegan, I guess. It happened again. And then the smell of raw meat starting started to get to me. So that's when I started um, eliminating it, you know, bit by bit and doing vegetarian so everything I was eating, except for the, like I said, creamer for my coffee, because I got to have my coffee, and a couple of other things. Outside of that, I was already really, really close in with becoming vegan. 
And that was just the push I needed. I don't know why I waited so long, but that's how it started with me. So William, I know you mentioned some foods. Um, are there any other foods that that you would recommend that you know are just delicious that people should try? Um, tofu. You know, if you like eggs, you can make tofu uh, eggs with tofu. Vegetables and um, you know cauliflower and dishes like you can make um, like vegan meat and um, cheese. Like they say, with this vegan cheese, just the, the cheese, the brand new cheese that it came out is really good. Mm, you know, mm. so oh it God, almost so just tastes like a regular cheese. But but um, yeah, it's it, they just need to try any any kind. I mean, just just make a dish. You know what? A lot of people like they like desserts. You know, vegan ice cream, vegan cookies. I mean, it, there's so many stuff out there. It's grown. It's gonna be more and more people. It's gonna be, it's gonna be big. So, what we, what would you say is your favorite? Uh -oh. My favorite? Oh, uh, there's a lot. There's, um, I like vegan pizza, vegan macaroni and cheese, the ribs, vegan ribs. Um, Burgers, burgers, Beyond Burgers. I think matter of fact, I think the Beyond Burgers now are so good. I mean, you put them on the bun, oh, put cheese on them, man, so good. <laughs> and see, that's the thing. Like I said, in order to win him over, like you know, I gotta because he he lift he's a weightlifter, bodybuilder. So I gotta make it the transition for him. I gotta make it worth him trying. So when I started cooking that, he was like, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> you know, and I mean, we're literally building, like, you know how your mom used to say, you used to say, I want some McDonald's. She said, oh, I can make McDonald's at home. We don't need to go to McDonald's. And so basically everything he used to love, you know, eating when he was not vegan, I make now. And even when I found vegan pizza, I was like, okay, this is good, but I think I can do this better. And I'm telling you what you say. It's really fun. I'm telling you, it's fun. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, it, it sounds good. So I, I'm going to try some vegan food um, at, at some point. I can't say it's going to be tomorrow, but I will try it at some point. I'll ease myself into it. But let me ask you about, you, you said he's a bodybuilder. So let's talk a little bit about fitness. You know, let's talk about eating right and fitness and um and, and the importance of that so when tell share with the, our listeners about that about bodybuilding and working out and why all this is important well because your body responds to whatever you eat you know so i, I mean i live like five, five days a week i eat a lot i don't um lose my weight stay the same so so i just kind of eat 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 try to and my muscles like um you can, you can, you can, you can, they're not gonna be able to see it, but you oh. can explain. It. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. real quick for our listeners, I can see his muscles. Y'all can't. Yeah, he, he's like all special, so um, uh -oh. y'all can't see it. But this is a, a a radio podcast, but I can see it because we are on video chatting with each other. But yeah, he's definitely fit. You know, I, I'm not gonna show my muscle, so I, I'm just gonna keep talking. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but tell us about you know like cardio and all that stuff that comes along with it like especially let's let's think about in this pandemic why does that help us to to stay fit and stay active if we don't stay stay fit and stay active then we'll we'll get out of shape get out of breath you know there's a lot of things you know yeah like my body's like a the engine you know if i don't 
if I don't um, work it or step, the engine's going to start not working right, you know? Right. You got to keep the engine going, putting putting food in it and working out, keeping, staying shape. She make, we, I, I eat a lot, I eat very good and I do eat a lot of, you know, chips and stuff like that. But to me, it don't affect me too, you know, too much. I right. just, I turn it off. But um, I do eat very healthy every day. You know, yeah. and, and I think, um, as I mentioned that this, this COVID era, you know, um, mm -hmm. this pandemic, I think it changed the way we started eating. Those who yeah. are eating yeah. healthy kind of started eating for comfort. You know, oh, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me feel good. And mm -hmm. all of us, I think all of us at some point put on a few COVID pounds. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Even, yeah. and it's funny, even if you were walking, even if you were exercising, you still found that weight to settle. Now, as we're talking about, you know, fitness, how do you get rid of some of that, that COVID weight, you know, that, that unique weight that jumped on you all of a sudden in the past year? That's the thing. Um, I, like I was telling you, telling you before, I'm a personal trainer for um, NASM. And I myself <laughs> gain, gain weight on COVID. And I try to tell people, I mean, to me, it's not enough just to know it. You have to actually do it. And like you said, with COVID, we were experiencing something we a lot of us never experienced before. So we were comforting ourselves with foods. And we were sitting around doing nothing, you know, because most people were on lockdown unless you were essential. I was essential, but I still wasn't exercising like we should. And we had a lot, I mean, a ton of fitness equipment before COVID and we bought even more. So we literally have a room that is set up like a gym. The only thing we really don't have is um, a stair climber. And I had an elliptical and I gave that away. But the I think the best way personally is to incorporate cardio with your um, weightlifting. And if you're like on the bodybuilder end, you don't want to um, do too much cardio or too little. You want to balance it off because you don't want that cardio to eat up your muscles. But cardio is good, especially high intensity interval training because you're 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 running then you're walking you're running you're walking or you're going um high up on your intervals like heels and climbing and then you're coming back down to a, a, a um steady pace and walking so i think mixing cardio with weight building is um or weight lifting or strength training rather is really good but the thing about it is we kill ourselves in the gym but we don't discipline ourselves in the kitchen. And 80% of it is what you eat, 20% is workout. And I'm guilty myself. And I try to tell people don't beat up on yourself because we're all human. We all fall right. victim. Right. Yeah, because I, I know I have, and I have to get back on the ball and do better too. So, I, and I think we all do. You know, we are, we're still processing this the past year and a half, you know, going into two years, you know not knowing what next year is going to look like. But I think we're also getting back to what we used to do. You know, mm -hmm. uh, when the pandemic first hit, I was walking a lot. I, I would go to the park because I said, you know what? I'm not at work. We're on the computer. Let me get out to the park uh, mm -hmm. and still keep active. 
you know. Mm-hmm. But then what, what what would happen? Bojangles was open, so it's like I walk <laughs> and I see Bojangles, and I'll stop and get Bojangles, and you yeah, know, yeah. and those things are are so. It, it's a comfort food, you know. It tastes good, yeah. and you know you get it, and and next you know you start to put on whatever pounds you lost, and then mm-hmm. then especially, and I'm gonna ask y'all about this. As we age, you know, the first thing to grow is the last thing to go. That's our stomachs. Oh, yeah. What what yeah. can we do? Let's say the average person who's not a, a bodybuilder or not into a fitness class. What are some things they can do to kind of help keep it down? You know, and I know, you know, some yeah. of our bodies are different. So it's not going to be the oh, same yeah. for everybody. But what are some things we can do to keep that down? With me, I say whatever you can, you can. I don't want to really use master, but that's the only word I can come up with right now. The What you could do for 10 to 14 days, just try to break off, get a goal and meet that goal and try to stick with it and work on it for 10 to 14 days. Like add more water to your routine, um, add more vegetables to your plate. And this is whether you're vegan or not. Um, Americans, if you go back and look at the portion size, they used to be way smaller than what they are now. I know we get our our meals at the restaurants and we're like, this ain't nothing. But if in actuality, if you go back to history, it was even smaller than that. So portion control, I always tell people it's really good. If you can get the little containers for portion control, that's great. But if you can't, get a plate with a design on it and eat within the design. Start with a salad plate. And make sure your your protein or your meats are no bigger than your fisk. Your fisk. I said fisk. Your fisk. And then try to add more vegetables to your plate. I hate seeing, and I'm guilty of this, and I always say, oh, my God, I didn't add enough uh, healthy vegetables with enough nutrition. But I hate to see a plate that has, like, five servings of meat on it, like one spoon of greens and like a whole entire section of rice, like starches overflowing off the plate. And starches and carbs aren't bad, Mm -hmm. but you really have to use portion control. And depending on what you eat, some foods are more filling than the others. So you want to make sure whatever you eat is full of nutrition and then um, try to eat fiber foods, foods, full of fiber and increase your water things like that Mm -hmm. and even you know maybe if you do like um a light of light breakfast and a really good lunch and then eat a light dinner not too heavy but a light dinner and then have some snacks in between um when i was really on the ball i would eat six to eight meals a day and this is not like Thanksgiving dinner every time I had meals. This is like snacks in between to hold you like an apple or something full of fiber to hold you to the next meal. And you'll find that, oh my God, I'm not, I'm not hungry. My stomach's wrong. But you're mm-hmm. you're being, you're feeding your metabolism so that when you eat, you're not, your body isn't saying, oh my God, I haven't ate in, in, in 12 hours. But you're constantly feeding your body and your metabolism is starting to to um, work like it should. And uh, oh yeah, and it also we all love different kinds of foods. You know, we have so let's say you love sweets, like you love sweet cereal. If you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to cut it back down. I would say set in frosted flakes, mm-hmm. corn flakes. You know, 
be like, you know, just don't put like, you like to drink sweets, drinks, like sodas, get flavor yeah. packs and put, put it in the water. There's different yeah. things you can do that will fulfill, will, will, will make you happy. You know, it won't be the same, but it will be almost the same, you know? Yeah. Right. I used to say, don't drink your calories. Mm -hmm. So some people like sweet teas and sodas, that, that right there, if you eliminate that alone, you'll see a big difference. But a lot of people have gotten away from drinking a lot of sodas. Right. We drink seltzer water, I, I drink seltzer flavored water. water. Yeah, because sodas, coffee. you know how much a can of soda's got like a hundred and, oh, I forgot, 150 calories. It was, it's just amazing how much, you know. Empty calories. Yeah. Not nutrition. And guess what? Working in the school system, what did they have on our machine? Soda. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. They need to stop that. You know, they need to make it more <laughs> healthier for the kids. Well, healthier for the teachers, you know, because we go in our break room. That you know, I work in the elementary school, and that's what they have for us: soda, 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 maybe oh, water, soda, soda, soda. And, you know, and oh, wow. we have to think about ourselves too. You know, mm -hmm. as adults, a lot of times we think about the kids, but we also have to think about ourselves. Oh yeah, um, and, and it's one of the reasons why I wanted to have y'all on the podcast because you know I, I feel like vegan is an option for people to look at, you know, mm -hmm. and to try to get away from that whole stigma of it's gross, it's nasty. We'll also oh, yeah. talk about fitness and what things we can do now to get ourselves back in shape um, mm -hmm. instead of waiting till after this is over. Yeah, it oh, looks yeah. like this thing is not going to be over anytime soon, you know? No. Mm. Yeah, and um, I mean... Oh, go ahead, Deborah. Oh, okay. I was going to say... Um, <laughs> Because I have, like, for instance, with me, I didn't go start being a vegetarian into vegan till what, 2018, when I started as a vegetarian. But the thing about it is, I tell people, don't beat up on yourself. Everybody can't do it cold turkey, because you got to have a reason. If you don't have a reason, then you, you're going to be swaying. You got to find your reason and set a goal. And if you can't do that, I know... One time I was looking up some t-shirts for vegan and I saw something that said part-time vegan. I'm like, what is a part-time vegan? Either you're vegan or you're not. But if you can't do it, maybe have a couple of meatless nights, like meatless Monday, meatless Wednesday or something, or have meals that are meatless or something if you can't do that, or be vegan or be pescatarian. It's different types of vegetarians. Mm -hmm. uh, um, lactose. Like, I think the one that most people know about that's more popular is um, pescatarian, and that's when you're eating seafood, and then you're vegetarian and you eat seafood. Um, people, the other one is, um, uh, is the ovo lacto, where you eat some dairy and then just veg veggies and no, no other animal, not meat, like no beef, no pork, no chicken, no turkey that kind of stuff and um those are some options if you want to ease into it like um i know some, a lot of pescatarians eventually become vegans and um i do want to add this on it too <clears throat> with me it started off as i want to be healthier but eventually because mm -hmm. i you know love dogs I, i'm not a cat person but you know they're they're you know i love cats to an extent i'm scared of them but um eventually you start getting into the environment and and um how how is my eating affected eating 
affecting the environment and, and the animals in general and, you know, my attitude and outlook on life and stuff like that. And eventually you, you become vegan for all types of reasons. So, um, and then I tell people there are a lot of documentaries and the health benefit side of it alone to me is worth it because after two weeks I thought I was literally hallucinating I was like what I don't understand I'm not in pain like I don't have joint pain and none of this and I mean you literally start to feel much better and lighter and 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 just it, I can't I can't begin to tell you but there are tons of documentaries oh yeah game that you can game changers um so many that will explain the healthy side the health side of benefit of becoming vegan I, I was just reading an article um, featuring the RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan. He's vegan. And uh -huh. he was sharing why he became a vegan. And, you know, he's, his eating habits is a little different. He talked about eating in the morning, nothing else throughout the day, and then at night. But he might, try, might have fruit or something, you know. Oh, wow. and, and he said for him going on tour, he feels lighter. He feels better, has more energy. Mm. So, you know, it's interesting to read these different things and to hear from, you know, somebody that's in the music industry that's so big oh, yeah. and, and why he's doing it, you know. Um, and, and I think after hearing it, it's good for us to to consider those options, you know. I know some people were not. And one, one reason why I want to have you along also is that to give people options and to understand it not necessarily to change their minds because you know once yeah. we're setting certain things we're not always going to listen we're going to do oh. what's comfortable for us but at least they can hear that hey there's another option to the foods i eat or what i consume you know working out there are things i can do to work out that they help my body as well you know mm -hmm. um and, and getting back to the the workout um so let's talk about weight loss weight gain um and what are some other things we can do to really help us? Not necessarily quickly, but like you said, maybe within a week, like uh, like where you can see some changes. Not not mm -hmm. I know not within a week we're not going to have the abs, you know, all that. But mm -hmm. maybe what are some things that make us feel better? Mm -hmm. I would say little things like increasing your water intake. Um, if you drink teas, sweet teas and sodas or stuff like that to eliminate those or kind of wean yourself off Wait, of it. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Wean ourselves. Yeah. Green tea. Oh, green yeah. Tea. Green tea is phenomenal. Green tea. Okay. green tea is good. Um, I would say portion control. Like, go ahead and have what you're going to have, but make the portion smaller. Like, instead of eating on a dinner plate, get a small right. set well, not really a small, but a salad plate, because right. that's going to eliminate, you know, some of the what you're eating as far as portion control. I may, I may try that. Um, I, I don't eat a whole lot in the afternoon, in the evenings anyway, but I think for myself, considering eating on a smaller plate, um, and because um, I find myself, I eat a bigger breakfast than anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lunch, I eat light for lunch because of the kids I serve, the kids I work with, I have to be active. And I don't want to feel like I'm heavy trying to interact with the kids. Right. And then when I get home, I eat, I don't eat a big portion, but I might later that night get, I like, I like hot tea. So I might get some hot tea, you know, at night. But after a certain time, let's talk about that too. After a certain time, I don't eat. Yes. Yeah. Usually yes. after eight o'clock, I'm, I'm not taking, I'm not eating anything after eight. 
Yes. And, and see, I, okay, the good thing, the thing about that, I, I mean, you don't want to have, normally we would say you don't want to have a huge dinner really late and then lay down on it and sleep on it. However, you have people that work from one o'clock to, right. to 12 midnight. So I can't tell them to stop eating at eight because I mean, right. I don't know, you know, their schedule. And then a lot of, some people do intermittent fasting, which is another option for people. Um, some people do keto. And of course, you know, you know, there's vegan keto too. And there's like, okay, that's too much. I can't do keto <laughs> and vegan too much. But I mean, there's different diets, but my thing is, I'm not going to judge a person for what they decide to do. If it's working for you, it's working for you. Right. I also consult your doctor. So, I mean, there's, there's so much we can do that's practical and there's, it's little things that we can try to learn and train ourselves to do. So I can't really, I, I wouldn't eat a, a late dinner, a big dinner late, you know, but some people have to depend on because of their schedule. I try right. not. And we yeah. know our bodies too. You know, <laughs> we know, I know if I eat a late dinner, it might settle. It might just sit on my stomach and, you know, you start to see that, oh man, you know, but for some people, they can eat late, like you said, and, and if they're working late, they have to eat late. They have no choice, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is different for everybody. Um, but I, I guess going back to one of the original conversations we had, portion control, how much you eat, what you eat, you know, uh, what you drink. So all <laughs> these things we have to take into consideration. Um, right. So that, that that's good. Um, real quick, because we're gonna I'm gonna switch gears on y'all. I'm gonna kind of put y'all out there a little bit. Nothing bad. Um, so the show is living life and love. So I do like to talk a little bit about relationships uh, for the mm -hmm. show. Um, as a couple, you know, and, and anything that y'all can share about relationships, um, maintaining a healthy relationship, staying together, uh, working through problems or issues anything you want to share on that and you don't have to get deep personal so you know this is on the air that is still personal you know i'm private yeah well well we met um online in the and i was an admin and uh in the group fitness group and uh one day i uh i said well, where's everybody from and then there she popped up i'm from greenville north carolina you know and she was in uh into weightlifting and then we would just talk, start talking there, you know, and then it would just didn't happen. And then, uh, in one month we got married. Wow. Yeah. And two yeah. weeks it was like, um, <laughs> how do you feel? <laughs> I love you. I love you. And he was like, well, we can't do it. We can't do nothing about it now because people are going to say you're crazy. This man is right, a right. But, you know, uh, people, it, it was, uh, <laughs> it, it happened. It happened fast, but it, it right. was good. You know, we, um, you know, we but, got, but we you got we can't put a time frame on love. You know, if yeah. it's going to hit you, it's going to hit you. And it's going to hit you when you least expect it. Right. It's going to hit you sometimes yeah. when, you, when you're when you not looking. It's Because most times when you're looking, you ain't going to find it. But <laughs> when you're not looking for it, it's going to hit you. And right. you're blindsided and you're like, wow, what happened? You know? Yeah. What happened, um, yeah. <laughs> Right, absolutely. Now, um, let's just talk about as a couple, what are some things that other couples can do to, to help them navigate through this COVID era? Because, you know, you can't get out do, like you used to. You really can't. You, you just, <laughs> I don't want to be, you just got to be in love. But I'm telling you, there was times when I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go crazy. But I mean, 
I'm an introvert, so I was like, hey, I could do this. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I love people, absolutely love them, but I'm mostly an introvert. So it worked for me, but I think William is like 150% introvert. He was like, okay, we can stay home. And I'm like, what do you mean? We can attempt to go when it opens back up to the movies. But um, well, I'm, it's just because, well, I'm laid laid back, but I'm the kind of guy I go to work and then I come home. I don't like you know, right. work out. I'm mm-hmm. home. I'm I'm perfect with Netflix, you know. Put Netflix. Right. Yeah, but, and I mean, uh, and I mean, we we have our we have our um, issues every now and then. Right, but the, right. the funny thing about us is, I believe the way we started our relationship was so solid as far as friendship that it was, right. you know, it was just. Like there's times like I'll I'll get up get upset or something, and he'll be like, "Well, it's gonna be all right. Calm down, honey. Everything. Over. What do you mean? Where, where did this coming from?" And then I look at him, and he'll look at me, and we'll bust out laughing. I'm like, you know what? This is just this is not how it's supposed to be. How it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to be mad. Let me be mad. Right. So we just look at each other and just bust out laughing. I say, you know what? You worrying me. Well, I tell her this. <laughs> I tell her like, you know, it's gonna be all right. You know, it'll right. be all right. Everything's gonna be fine. And that friendship is important and support that that's important, you know, especially in this era, we're all going through whatever we're dealing with, however we're processing, you know, the pandemic, you look on TV, the world is going crazy and and we have to be there for each other, you know? Um, So what could you say before we wrap things up? What, what can you share with a single person who's looking who desires to be in a relationship. They want love, but they feel like whenever they get close to it, love poof, is gone, you know? They got to uh, trust, you know? It's going to be all right, you know? Just, that's the point when they, when it happens, like, if they're at that point where it's, it's going to happen, but they'll get scared, like, just just trust and, and just let it, let it flow. It will come, right. you know? Because you know it don't it don't come it don't come like if it's if it's if it's true it will come, and right. a lot of people are scared to take that next step, and that that's why it never happens. But you gotta just go for it, and and because you never know. I mean, if that person is meant to be, it it's it meant to be. I, I agree. No matter what you do, no matter where you're at in life, no matter how many years go by, if it's meant for two people to be together, it's gonna happen. It's all mm-hmm. gonna line up, and you're gonna say, "Wow." What happened? You know, how did I get here? How do we get here? You know, yeah. but and, and that's I think that's the way of the world. You know, that's how it works. Yeah. Never any input on that. I would always say because a lot of people, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but quite a bit of people come from a place of pain or hurt, or right. disappointment, or sadness, or you know, some type of history. Right. But my thing is, I understand we're all human. We all have to kind of like deal with or learn to cope with in healthier ways the loss of that person, Um, whether it's, you know, by a bad relationship or breakup or what have you. And my thing is, you have to be healed. You have to forgive. And you you don't have to forget, but you got to forgive and be healed and be single and content by yourself first. Absolutely. And then I used to always say, have the courage to love. Because when you've been 
hurt and um, disappointed before, you have to build up the courage again to actually be able to trust people. And there's going to be times when you will build up the courage and go out and say, oh, I'm a love. And then you got your right. heart on your sleeve and you out there just loving everybody. But then you're putting yourself out there. You're not protecting your heart either. Right. So once, once you get past all those obstacles, you know, I forgot who it was in the Bible, but they, but God said, okay, you've, you've mourned this person enough now. It's time for you to get up, be healed, and go on. You know, put your, pump your chest out and, and let's go right. for it. Got to have courage. And, um, you know, you got to, you, if you continue to hold on and harbor to that, like if you're holding on to a lot of baggage, how are you going to accept when the right person comes along because you got all this you're still right. holding on to it's like you're holding history so, it's like yeah. um you can't hold uh, the past you gotta let the past yeah. go because if you don't absolutely. it's not your future is going to be all about the past absolutely yeah. and, you know one of the one of the things i always say is that you know when you're praying and you're asking you know a lot of times we ask god you know Hey, send me the person. I want this person. I want this type of person. I I want, I want, I want. But I'm like, pray for who you need. Exactly. Because you know, when we get the person that we need, they compliment us and we compliment them. Because exactly. we, we get a lot of wants in our lives. You know, let's be real. We got a lot of wants and they didn't work out. You know, no, it did so, not. <laughs> you know, ask for what you need because he knows, he knows the type of person you need in your life yeah. that's that's gonna be good for you. So yeah, and you, <laughs> and then the thing about it is, uh, <laughs> he's not gonna supersede what you want. Right. You know what I'm saying. And so there's been times where I know I wanted something, and God said, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm let her have it then. Okay, yep. I'm take yeah. it." Then. And then you're like, "Oh my God, I'm leaving now." <laughs> and then you baby get out of it. Like, please get me out of this situation. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> And I used to hate when people say, you're going to know him when you see it, or you're going to know when it happened, or he's going to know, or something like that. And I always will pray, you know, God, I remember I wrote I wrote a, a letter or a prayer to my future husband, and it was almost a year to the date that we met, like a, after, after I wrote that, that we met. And I said, God, wherever he is or whatever he's going through, Help him heal to the point that he can love me the way you want him to love me. And he will know when he meet me if I'm the one. And, right. so, and uh, also, I, I prayed to God, like, it was about two years um, before we got together um, I, on a Christmas. I was de depressed. I was upset. You know, it's like, um, please, God, please find me a wife, you know. And uh Next thing you know, two years later, they happen, you know, it just absolutely. Yeah. And, and for our listeners out there, here's something that you might want to consider document that person, write it down what you want out of life, you know, um, write like I write short stories, I write poetry and all that. And I feel like when I write stuff, it's a document, you know, mm -hmm. I'm writing what I want, you know, it, it's mm -hmm. written, you know, we'll do that for work we'll do that you know our little what is it that board that we make you know mm -hmm. our goals mm -hmm. and do the same thing for a relationship you know if you're ready for this write it down document it put it in the prayer mm -hmm. write it in the form of a poem write it in the form of a story because mm -hmm. you're, you're putting it you're, you're speaking life into what you want 
Exactly. And I think that's what a lot of us should be doing. Some of us do it. Some of us don't. We just go out there in the world of, hey, even <laughs> in, in this COVID era, mm, don't play like that. <laughs> you know, no, no, no. take your time, you know. Um, yeah. And, and two, sometimes because we're in a position where we are lonely, we, the first nice person that comes along, we snatch that person up, but that right. might not be the person for you. Right. You know, that may be the person that can get you to that next level, but not the person you spend, you're going to spend the rest of your life with, you know, exactly. and, and we, we got to take time and be a little more aware. Hmm. That person is nice, but are we supposed to be together? Right. You know, really think about those things like that. Right. Um, but yeah, but I, I greatly appreciate William and Deborah. I appreciate you both coming on the show. Um, great conversation, everything from vegan food to working out to COVID to relationships, you know. I'm not going to hold up too much more of your time, but I would like to thank you again. I'd like to thank the listeners for listening in. And just so you two know, this show is heard around the world. We have over 30 countries that listen to our show on Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our Heart Radio. So this will be heard around the world. Um, but once again, thank you. God bless you. You'll have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you, you too. so much. Thank, thank you. you. been listening to Living Life in Love with your host, Mark Braxton.